You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpock podcast. It's just a show that happens twice a week where two old guys play old games. Yep. And we are playing yes. an old game today as we play down through Digital Trends Top 25 Sega Genesis games on this Original Flavor Wednesday. Hell yeah. So this is 11? Maybe. I feel like the last week I said 12, so maybe this is 11. I do remember when I made the show notes for the last Wednesday, I had a problem spelling 12th because I <laughs> haven't done it since third grade. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever, like, I never spelt that out before, like, not like decades. And for once, I'm like, uh, can I just Tw- use a 12? 12? <laughs> just the number? All right, yeah, so there we go, 11. God, it's like Tolkien-ish or something, or just Yeah, 12? it is. You're right, it is. <laughs> like, when I, actually, when I typed it out, and I, like, had to look it up because I was like, this looks like a made-up fucking word. Like, there shouldn't be that many consonants just jammed into one another. It's not German. Let's see. So, this 11th ranked game, Pulseman. Pulse, Pulseman. 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 Well, get that burp out of the way, because it's serious, professional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get them. You got any more? Yeah. Yeah, get because I'll, I'm, I'm changing my drinks up a little bit. No LIT tonight? No what LIT. What you got in there? Because I, I have a lot of liquor in there, like... I need the freezer space, yeah, and I don't want to throw it out, so I'm just gonna drink it. Oh, the liquor, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had Nicole brought over, and there's just a, some left of absolute raspberry vodka. So I looked up, like, what are some drinks I can make with this? So this, I forget what it's called, but the raspberry vodka, cranberry juice, and uh, Sprite Zero. That sounds pretty good. It's not bad. Can I taste it's that? A little dime tapish. Oh, but you know I like energy drinks, so that's probably perfect for yeah. me. The other one I'll try. Are you I remember th- on scissor. Is that what's going <laughs> yeah. on? Keeping it hunted over there. Because <laughs> the other one, uh, the raspberry vodka and orange juice, is called a horny schoolgirl. That one I remember. Oh, this is a good drink. Yeah, this is a good drink that you've got right. Doesn't here. Doesn't taste very alcoholic. No, it doesn't. How much vodka is in here? About half of that glass. Really? Yeah. Man, that's a good drink. <laughs> so yeah. So, <laughs> guess he's driving home drunk tonight. <laughs> guess this guy, tragically, this is the last episode of Tadpog. 361. We made it this far. We almost made it to the point. Run. Yeah. We almost made it to the point where someone could literally listen to an episode of Tadpog a day for a year, and it would fill a year. How did that not even occur to me? It's weird to think oh, about, shit. isn't it? I mean, we're we're at that, like... You throwing all the Patreon episodes, but like standard content. Yeah, you can't count the Patreon episodes because those are special. Yeah, for special people. For special people. <laughs> Speaking of which, special people, uh, we just talked about what we're gonna do for for our Patreon uh-huh, uh-huh. That bonus episode. We realized that that's late. Yeah, sorry. It's been a, it's been a crazy month. Yeah, it has been. So it has been. It's been a really busy week for me too. And like last week was really busy. Like just straight up, just straight up work stuff, you know. Yeah. And then I don't know. Then Tadbog stuff too. Yeah. And then dad stuff. 
Dad stuff and Dad stuff. Our new podcast coming in June. Hey man, that's not bad. <laughs> dad stuff. <laughs> Along hey with man, what are you guys talking about on there? Just dad stuff. <laughs> Along with Oafcast. Yes. Oh, <laughs> call it Oafcast, and then the name spelled out. Oops, all goops. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Man, we're just coming out with some. Man, we're just brainstorming some content. Yeah, because we talked about a a podcast idea just a second ago too. I know. If we just if we only had the capital, can we I tell only you, do podcasts? Yeah. Can I reveal a secret to you? Yes. I wasn't going to tell you this, but today I was like, I was at work. I'm fucking swamped, dude. Like I am busy as mm. fuck at work, and it's like I get to this point at like four o'clock where it's like, God damn it, I have to go record a show tonight. It's like all I want to do is not do anything like i yeah. just want to leave work and just not do anything yeah peter man I, right <laughs> yeah i mean, i gotta wake my ass up at 6 a.m put drywall up at the new mcdonald's <laughs> so i was like just totally totally 100 dreading to record this yeah like that's not a good story, right? That's a bad story. Like I, I mean, feel like that sometimes too. But once we actually sit down and start, then I'm good. That's where I am right yeah. now. It's like we started. It's like and now everything is like everything feels good. Everything feels right. This feels fun. It's like when I was in sixth grade in karate, and it's like oh, I'm sorry, I'm I bring disgrace to Tang Soo Do. When I was in sixth grade and was going to Tang Soo Do, I um, dreaded going every time. But when I got there, I was like, oh, yeah, this I forgot. This is fun. This is fun. This is cool. I like it. I get to be barefoot in a gymnasium. There's something about plans yeah. that was just like, yeah, knowing I had to do something, mostly anything, and yeah. I'll just be kind of, oh, yeah. it takes away a little yeah. bit of freedom. So I get it. Yeah, it does. But hey, but this we, is not know. mean we're getting burned out. I know people will be like, oh shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought that earlier today at work. I was like, God, this, like, this is just a thing that just like, I, there's just not enough time. Because yeah, we also record day off, record. Right. So that, that crunch is always... The crunch is bad. Like Tuesdays, we record these on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Man, w- welcome to the sausage show. <laughs> like curtain, I just, the curtain is torn down. It's not pulled back. So like we record on Tuesdays and it's like Tuesdays are my absolute, like it's where everything kind of comes to a head, you yeah. know, because it's like, it gives, it gives like Saturday and or it gives really Sunday and Monday to play the next game to talk about. Yeah. So it's tough. Man, I all of a sudden feel like I'm bitching about this, and I, and I don't don't mean to. My yeah. the point of my story is, I'm glad that I'm here. This feels good. This feels the second best I've felt all damn day. It's first best jerking off. Uh, no, making out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get, it. I get that. <laughs> yeah. I get that feel. Yeah. Sometimes that's nice. Yeah. You know, not even to do anything else, just to do that for a little while. I know, but I will tell you that um, I'm about to burst. So, mm-hmm. like, when I get home, that's coming. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. And I, it doesn't. I don't know where it's going to. It wind does up. not bode well. Yeah, I mean, it does for me. <laughs> I went in this situation no matter what because it's like, well. Damn it, she's sleeping. Well, I'll just go to my room. <laughs> <laughs> she's sleeping. Would she be? Yeah. Would she be bad? Hey, are you? Hey, are you, how asleep are you? 
do you mind? Do I just do I need to do this here or somewhere else? <laughs> if you don't want me to, wake up and stop me. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't go there. <laughs> that's not. That's not how. It I'm plays just doing out. this here. If you're in the way, that's your own fault. No, I don't. I can't do that either. But a, a line that I do like to use and haven't recently is um, if she happens to walk in and I am jerking it. Uh, I do like to make on t- eye contact and say, "Would you like to finish me off?" It's a it's a bold strategy, Cotton. It 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 well, sh- I can't say anything. I can't say anything, or I'm gonna get in trouble. End of story. I fucking soft shoe out of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I can't finish that story because I, that might ruin a good thing for me. I'm just going to put it that way. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show, everybody. It could mean she just leaves you alone, peace and quiet for 30 minutes. You know, you can be taken in a variety of different ways. Not the obvious one. <laughs> Who knows? It could mean she goes, she's just like, I'll get you a cheeseburger. Yeah. Just let me know when you're done. Oh, this is the time that I make cinnamon rolls. <laughs> So now anytime you smell cinnamon rolls. Oh man, Pavlovian dog. I just start, my pants are on the floor. Humping those those cushions. (laughs) I'm going to do a thing where I interrupt you every time. That's cool. That's fine. It's fine. Just see how long we can do it. As long as it's about putting your dick in stuff. Oh, it's all, every every bit of material I have prepared, which is zero, for this episode is about putting my dick in stuff. (laughs) Good. Like Pulseman. That's why they call it Pulseman. That's why that, yep. Are you familiar with the subreddit? Oh, God. Now I'm going to botch the name. Uh, I think it is, it's pulsating and something that rhymes with pulsating. And it's a subreddit a subreddit dedicated to um, guys coming hard inside of women. That's all that it is. Like it shows the interior view? Now, well, some of them might. I don't know. But most of them are just weird um, animated GIFs of a pulsating cock inside of a vagina. Okay. That's a thing. Okay. That's a subreddit. All right. I want the record to show that I um, was intrigued by it but did not subscribe. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I feel about that subreddit. Look at the menu. Didn't order anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, have you ever left a restaurant? Like, have you ever like gone into a restaurant, looked at the menu, and then like set it down? I was like, nah, I didn't realize this was a seafood restaurant or something like that. Or like something on the menu was like, you serve horse here? Anything like that? No, I think the most I've done is left after sitting there for like forty five minutes and not getting waited on. Then I have left, that but makes, I've never like that makes sense eh, and gone. Or sit down, and then whoever I'm with is just like, I don't really want to eat here. Okay, well, we've only got water, so yeah, let's just go. <laughs> okay, so that counts. Yeah. That counts. Because it's so, like, it's weird, man. When I get to a restaurant, and I sit down, and I have a menu, I feel committed. And I think it's because they get right in there with that drink order. They get right on in there, and it's like, I know one of these motherfuckers going to order a soda, and then they're locked in. Yeah. And I'm the guy who always orders a soda. <laughs> always. 100%. <laughs> Um, so it's like, I guess that is why I always, I'm always like when I'm, even when I'm like not jazzed looking at the menu at a new place, it's like, well, fuck it. Here we are. That's got the Coke lock. That's right. It's my fucking ball and chain, <laughs> AKA Coca-Cola. Cause what was it? 
because what did I, I kept saying uh, soda to Melissa, and she was just like, quit calling it that. I'm glad that you said that, <laughs> because as I was telling that, not even a story, that thought, that tangent, um, I was thinking, why am I calling it soda? And does Tyler think that it's weird that I'm calling it no, soda? Because so, she and I have a very different vernacular. Because like, Really? One, like but, I, I say dinner. I cannot stand the word supper. Supper? She well, says supper's supper. Tough. Supper's a tough one. So I say soda, and she says Coke. She's like, you go to a restaurant, what do you want to drink? You say Coke, and the waitress asks, okay, what kind? Sprite. There you go. That's how you order. No, they never <laughs> do that, though. Like, we could do, let's do an experiment. Let's stop the podcast right now, go to a restaurant, sit down, and each order a Coke. <laughs> I bet you $50 that the waitress is going to come back with two Cokes. Yeah. Or one Coke with two straws. For us to share. That'd be not. It'd be yeah. sweet. Look at that little ca- little castle restaurant outside of Lone Oak, where Hillary Clinton was. Wait, what? Yeah, when she came, or was it Bernie? Somebody came here when they came to Paducah. They went to the little castle, and that's where they did their meet and greet with the uh, the town folk. I am not familiar with Little Castle. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the only place because it's right outside the city limits, so you can smoke in it. Okay, it's in Lone Oak. It's out toward where your old apartment was. Okay, interesting. Sounds like I got to go. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I got to get. On, I got get on this. I got a smoking habit to pick back up. They got good hush puppies. Of they course got, they do. They got good hush puppies. Of course they do. Here's here's what I'm gaining from this. We also have on the opposing side of town the rival castle, the country castle. So mm-hmm. now what I've learned is there are two castles in Paducah on either side, and both of these castles. Allow smoking mm. still. Uh huh. Both of these castles, you're telling me that Little Castle has good hash brown or hash pu- hush puppies. Hash puppies? <laughs> you know, like Snoop Dogg. Little, little dogs <laughs> made out of. of the, okay, your dry tubs. THC. Your dry tubs, can I be little hash pup? Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, so they, and like, okay, so they have good hush puppies at Little Castle, Country Castle, everything is fried. So all like yeah. everything is fried. So this sounds like we've got a really good rivalry brew. Just like yesterday this. we were going grocery shopping and she's like, let's eat dinner first. Let's go to the country castle. Ooh. You serious? Yeah. Okay. When's the last time you've been here? About twelve years ago. All right. So how was it? It was okay. I got a Cuban sandwich. It was it was okay. Oh, I've never had the Cuban. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did they fry the Cuban sandwich? Is real they're my real question. I'm sure. I bet that I bet the pork is pan fried. Okay, because I was going to say yeah. those guys do not know what a panini is. Like you know, like that's just like a what? I stick my dick in a panini, <laughs> son. Uh, well, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. <laughs> hey, and Tyler. I see a package over there. Yeah, I'm your bespectacled host, Dave, and I promise. That I'm glad. So to be we here. weren't dragging this out enough. Hey, here's a package. Yeah. Hey, guess who doesn't have a lot to say about Pulseman? Yeah. Actually, I kind of do, which is sad. Here, <laughs> here is an envelope. Um, I am excited to open this because we have never opened anything from this person. This is a first time sender. Yes, this is. Uh, yeah, Janie Egger of, I believe her wife is terrified Michelle. I believe that is correct. Yes. They they enjoy listening and holding hands together as a bonding experience. And I fucking love one that. One of the best compliments that we've is, ever gotten. I, I truly think that is one of the best compliments we've ever received. Absolutely. <laughs> what is it? Man, you are you are good at opening that. <laughs> what is in there? <laughs> if it's, I if know it's what, what I that think is. it is. I know what that has to be. 
It's the fucking bootleg shirt. It's the bootleg shirt. <laughs> I need to see that. I'm very interested in what that looks like. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, uh, just toss it over to me. The soundboard will be fine. <laughs> so the open flame. So, yeah. So, oh, I didn't even notice there's a candle in here. <laughs> but it was also wrapped in a book. Oh man, um, this I'm so <laughs> thank you so much for sending us. Yes, that. thank you because I get to see it firsthand. Although it just makes me so, it just makes me feel not good. You know, like I feel like weird seeing this because it's like get one of those jersey frames and we'll hang <laughs> it in the annex. Yes, please. I think that's a great idea. Thank you for sending this. That, yeah, that's awesome. Thank this you. This is really, I mean, the shirt sucks, but it's awesome that you sent it to us. And it, it was rap, uh, it was the rapper for. Um, Whoa, what is that? Yeah, a. That is a big book. It is a manga novel. Holy shit. Maria Holic Special Omnibus Edition, Minari Indo number one. Flip through it. Are there naked drawings in there? What are we working with here? Uh, definitely looks like a schoolgirl type. They're all, yeah, high school uniforms. Oh, underwear. Oh, all right. Bloody noses. Okay. Okay. Little girls dressed as animals. Well. A dojo. <laughs> we're hitting all, we're hitting everything. No, we're, uh, yeah. If this were a game of Minesweeper, we'd be doing really well. Is there, is, uh, if I go to the back and there's God being murdered, then we're definitely. Yeah, don't spoil it. all of it. I'll read the back. Okay. Mm. Kanako is excited to be transferring into a new all-girl mission school. She's looking for her ideal Yuri partner. So far, two things. I don't know what they are. Okay, so wait. What do we need to look up? Mission schools? That's got to be like like you go on a mission, right? Like when you go on a mission? I doubt it's like not like mis- mission trips like in America. Mission schools. I doubt they're like mission trips for Shinto. It so. is a religious school originally developed and run by Christian missionaries. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that explains the uh, schoolgirl outfits, I guess. Maybe. So I don't your, know. Yuri partner. Your, can you spell that for me? Y U R I. Yuri partner. Okay, Yuri partner. That is not pulling anything up. Let me just look up Yuri. Well, I'll keep. I'll keep reading. No, this is great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got an email from everybody who listens. They love this shit. They love it when we do this. Just long periods of silence would be great. Yeah, just that's so perfect. I can, just so I can soak soak it all in. Dog, that is what <laughs> truncate silence and audacity is for. <laughs> that's a thing I'm doing now on the show. Do you like it? Yeah. That's what actually <laughs> when we were talking about Dragon Con, I forgot to mention that is actually my favorite thing about Dragon Con <laughs> was there was a group of people who would do that randomly. Randomly, and I felt empowered, like I could do it now. So it was, um, it was amazing. It's like the Jake and Amir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I sidetracked this. Yuri is a genre, Tyler. Um, dealing with the romance between, uh, ooh, I don't know if it's girls at boarding school specifically, or just a romance between girls. Um, the oh, this is actually about. It's based on. Okay, all right. Can we do a day read some Wikipedia? Uh huh. I know you're literally a one sentence in to the summary on the back of this book. I realize how big of an asshole I'm being right now. No, you help me understand. Um, the more you know. Yuri. Okay, guys. Yuri. Yuri? Yuri. Yuri. Uh, it translates to Lily, I guess. Or Lily? I don't Is Lily a thing? Lily's not a it's thing. It's going to be Lily, surely. Also known. Oh, why did I do this? By the, can't pronounce it, Wasai Ego Construction Girls Love. Uh, is a Japanese jargon term for content and genre 
involving love between women and in manga, anime, and related Japanese media. So scratch the thing I said earlier about, um, I guess, the romance between an average blonde and stately brunette. That is, <laughs> that is, for, a, that is for a book that they're referencing mm-hmm. on the Wikipedia entry. So I guess for somebody to have a relationship with, a in-school relationship. That sounds guess, good. What's yeah. the name of the book again? Maria Hollick. Maria Hollick. That is going in the show notes? There is a cross on the cover. So, yeah. Okay. okay. When she meets Mariah Shindo, she thinks she's found the one. But wait, Mariah is a cross-dressing sadistic boy, <laughs> and now Kaneko is forced to keep his secret. That's not all. To complicate it's like ladybugs. things. Ladybugs. <laughs> Just like Ladybugs. Wow. Ladybugs ripped this off. <laughs> ladybugs the manga. I'm in. <laughs> But that's not all. To complicate things, she's drowning in the attention of the most popular girl in school and at the same time catching the wrath of all the other girls. Will Kanako ever find the cute girl of her dreams or will she die of sexual frustration nosebleeds? <laughs> Love is a complicated affair for Hanako and the girls of Maria Hollick. This is, uh, this is volumes one through three. Nice. Very nice. And it looks like it. I'm curious if that's her personal copy. I hope so. I guess I think this is this is pretty. Is it title worthy? Is she? Can she? I be think it's title Yuri, worthy. Yuri partner, Yuri? J- Janie Egger. That's a really good yeah. title. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> it is. All I right. love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, there's uh, something else, Tyler, that came in the mail. All right. All right. All right. So here's the deal. I realized on the way here that I have been doing these wrong. This is a postcard I'm holding in my hand. Why the fuck am I giving these to you in handfuls? These should be doled out like the precious treasures that uh, they yeah. are. Yeah. I apologize to everybody who's already sent a postcard. What I, I should have been doing is just been giving Tyler one per episode. That way we can really cherish them. We can mm-hmm. really give them the their moment. Yeah. Just like taste, a, savor them. Like a, a sous-sant. I don't know what that a means. Su- <laughs> a most bouche of postcards. <laughs> Here we go. I haven't looked at it yet. Oh, cool. Let's see. What you got? A Detroit, Michigan postcard. Detroit. Layover in Detroit. Gonna take an Ambien out on the flight. Hope, <laughs> hope nothing happens. Ambien is a hell of a drug. <laughs> he ain't lying. Love you guys. Nate from Utah. Nate. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. I love it. What is the post? What is the art on the postcard? Uh. Is that a Detroit landmark? Yeah, it's got to be. It looks like uh, someone, I'm going to assume maybe it's Prometheus. Okay. It looks like maybe he has a man in one hand and the sun or a flame in another. Okay. Maybe. So I'm just going to guess. I don't really know, but yeah. I'm going to get a close look at that. I'm going to savor this little treat. Oh, yeah, I see. I don't know why. When I glanced at it, I thought he had a globe on the shoulders. Um, Do you think... I don't understand. This says Detroit, but all the buildings are upright. <laughs> it's it's not yeah. a fallscape or fallscape. Fallout three hellish landscape. Yeah, I don't see <laughs> I don't see any mutalisks on this postcard. I don't understand. Um are there is there an answer on the back? Oh, it is Tyler, titled Detroit, Michigan, scenic montage. Oh, okay. Thank you for the accurate <laughs> Detroit, Michigan description. 1998 postcard. Yeah. <laughs> that explains our RoboCops on the front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just shot a dude's dick off. Yeah. Oh, God, that's such a good video. Yeah. Show notes? Yeah. Show I'll notes? Put it, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Man, all right. Bootleg shirt, Maria Hollick, Detroit postcard. It's good. I'm loving it. Feeling this drink? It's all good. Yeah. 
No, I'm great. You want to break it down? And talk about a game? Yeah. You know what's really, you know, <laughs> we got to keep it. We got to keep it right where it is. Mm-hmm. Tyler, right now we had to hunt it, and mm-hmm. we got to keep it right here. Okay. All right? So we got to do whatever it takes. To not talk about balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could try the Snickers bar I bought. Yeah, let's do that. Snick- what you got? Snickers yeah. hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Because I thought, I was like, is this Snickers with Nutella in it? They just couldn't Nutella's yeah. trademarks. So they can't say it. Maybe. Oh. Let's see. So here we go. Crack that on sucker open. Yeah, boy. All right. Trying Snickers hazelnut. Snickers hazelnut. Here it goes. Yeah, it has actual hazelnuts in it. I like it, though. It's like hazelnuts instead of peanuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That's good. Thank you for sharing. The only alternative Snickers I really like, well, I'll take it back. There's two. Snickers Almonds mm-hmm. and uh, Snickers Crunchers. What are Crunchers? Uh, that was like the, uh, I want to say they're hard to find. Uh, maybe I haven't seen one in a long time. Oh, they like a really Snickers crunchy Crunch peanut butter, uh, peanutty. Oh, like it's got extra peanuts? It's similar to a payday. Crammed up in there? Yeah. Oh, man, I love a payday. Oh, me too. Yeah, me payday's too. a good candy bar. You know what? Mm-hmm. I was thinking today. I was thinking about you, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about you talking about us having a payday Making moment. Making that with Nikki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a payday moment, and that made me think. Earlier today, I was thinking of you, and I was thinking, you know what? Tyler and I are so much the same person while being wildly different mm-hmm. as well. Like, it's really weird because it's like we have a lot of similarities, I think, mm-hmm. but then like, but we have dif- we have different weirder extremes from one another, I think. We have we have the same interests, but we go about those interests in different ways. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So. And, I think, I, and I think that we enjoy the same kind of things, but we have different tastes. Yeah. So I think that's interesting, too. It's true. No, you're right. Just talking about loving us, that's all. Yeah, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> we're your partners, it's fine. I, no, that can't... We're not women, though. Euro partners? Euro partners. <laughs> yeah, Yaro? Yeah. Yaro partners. We're Euro partners. We just eat Euros. <laughs> We spend euros on euros. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because that's, oh. I'm going to move. <laughs> I'm going to move from the United States if the election goes a certain way. Oh, are you? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, of course I'm what not. Is... I'm just saying the thing that everyone says. Who was it? Did Greenland? I feel like somebody said they would open their borders. It was um, a town in Canada. Okay. And there was a site dedicated to it. I cannot remember the town, but yep, they built a whole website based on, hey, don't like who gets elected? Move here. And I, mean, it does. Be, I mean, I do fucking love Canada. I think Canada sounds amazing. The town looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I've only been to Canada once, and it was like Niagara Falls, so that does not count. Because mm. that's pretty much, that, that is definitely, um, that is definitely America light. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Melissa was telling me, uh, her great, her, her grandfather, they, he, he and his wife went to 49 and 50 states. Wow! Before before her grandmother passed away, uh, they only they didn't go to Hawaii because she has an intense fear of flying. And I was like, so they went to Alaska. Yeah, they drove. Wow! I was like they got an like an uh, I don't think it was an RV, but like the camper behind it, and they just drove. They spent like two months Dude. driving to Alaska, touring Alaska. I was like, that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, that sounds amazing. like a amazing. lot of fun. That does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. So you and I should do it. Start mm-hmm. an Alaska cast, the Journey to Alaska cast. We'll, we'll have to take 
Phil Hawkins. He's the closest thing to a ranger we have, we'll, assuming because he goes camping. Yeah, we'll just fucking pick him up all the time. He's on the way to Alaska. He's in the woods somewhere in Oregon. Yeah. We'll just pick him up. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> wander into the woods and yell, Phil. Huh? <laughs> oh, yes. All right. We need to figure out Phil's um, summoning totems. That's what we need to do. We need to figure <laughs> out like what three items we need to summon Phil. That's good. Good, let's do that. I want to I, I want to say stuff, but like oh, I need to brainstorm for that. I know we gotta be, yeah we gotta be prepared. Next episode, it's our homework. Next episode, <laughs> be like how to summon Phil yeah. Hawkins three sixty two. Welcome to our Patreon episode, how to summon <laughs> Phil Hawkins. By the way, our- how to summon every <laughs> member of the Tadpog Nation, everybody that has a title, loosely based on what we know about them from calls. Exactly, and I was gonna like say, and we have personally met maybe five percent of these people. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be really easy. Whoa! Ah. Like what? I got attacked by that almond. That so- SoundCloud Kyle, like his, like okay, your dad, a shower, your dad's dick, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and a, a turd in the ocean. We're just piecing <laughs> together all everybody's regretful recalls. <laughs> uh, one item to use to summon SoundCloud Kyle is a drawing that I made of a sad poop who's looking for his daddy, <laughs> bumping up against backs. Right. <laughs> Hey guys, I hope everyone out there is enjoying our first episode of Oops All Goofs. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> right after the break, we'll be back with some more knockout more jokes. Hi. <laughs> well, 30 minutes in. That's pretty good for that's us. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good for us. Ready for calls? Yep. <laughs> so, um, Pulse Man then? Yep. Pulse Man then. Do you hear that, Dave? Man, did you just feel how down we got? Yep. <laughs> yep. Gotta like, bring it back down here. Like it went from a hundred to a six. Take it down to Josh Nance levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Uh, it's not good either. Take it down to Josh Nance. Right. Levels. Right, 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 right. I do hear that, Tyler. Mm-hmm. It's the I really have to cough because I have, I think, an almond just lodged in my um, throat. That that's really bad out of a hazelnut bar. <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> Damn those those guys <laughs> slipped a fucking almond in. <laughs> I do hear that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hacking and coughing, um, which kind of sounds like an a spark of electricity, uh, which, of course, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia, right after he enters his passcode on his iPad. Go ahead and read that out loud. And then uh, <laughs> looks at the elephant uh, logo for Evernote. Here we go, guys. Pulse Man, or as it's known in Japan... Parusaman, I know, I know how that sounded, but that's what it says, uh, is an action platform game developed by Game Freak and published by Sega for the Sega Mega Drive in 1994. That's a, I think this is probably the most recent Genesis game that we've played to date. Uh, the game was released in cartridge format only in Japan. Uh, I'm sorry, I read that with the wrong inflection. Let me try that again. That was a dry run. Mm-hmm, Here mm-hmm. we go. We're going to cut These that out. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> the game was released in cartridge format only in Japan, with the North American version being released via the Sega channel as an exclusive. So no one played this. I know. Until it came out on the... We virtual console. We virtual console. Yep, and uh, that was re-released worldwide on the virtual console uh, in 2007. So Sega Channel, eh? That's a thing that I 
was always interested in as a kid. I mean, so immediately, hard stop. Er. Should this be on the list? Does this meet disqualification? I think that it does, and I'm glad that you brought that question up, because I thought long and hard about it last night. Come on, man. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. This can't be on your list. It doesn't count. Yep. Not released in car. Yeah, just on a random-ass thing. No one did. Sega, the Sega channel? No, no one fucking did that. I mean, if it counts, it barely counts. Yeah. It barely counts. What a... It was a bummer to read that. Because when I got that information, it was like, come on. What does this even mean? <laughs> yeah, because that feels like that's just one dude who's like, no, 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 trust me, it's a great game. Okay, I do think that it's a. I do think that it's a great game. Yeah, that, that's not a lie. I do think that this is a great game. Uh, I have a feeling that we might have had different experiences, um, but I thought that this game was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly good. It looked great for a Genesis game. It yeah, it and, does. And I hate to add that modifier. I hate to add that for a Genesis game. But for a Genesis game, I think this looks amazing. Because I read this pushed the Genesis capabilities to run this game. I believe it. Because it's like, it's got all these like animated backgrounds, which I'm used to seeing in Super Nintendo games. I'm not used to seeing that in Genesis games. Uh, other than, uh, I guess, some of the segments, like some of the first person segments that we've seen. But those, even those have been like very, very basic. Yeah. This this is a beautiful game. I think the backgrounds are beautifully animated. Well, with like the trees in the background, yes. uh, cylindrical trees, yeah. And those all look convincing. I think this game looks amazing. I also thought that it looked a lot like a Mega Man X clone. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought when I booted it up. It was like, oh, damn it. It's like the love child of Mega Man and Sonic. Nailed it. Yep. Now I know it's truth because I have that in my notes as well. It is. It's like a weird marriage between those mm-hmm. two those two franchises. And I say franchises, not specifically those games. It's like Provel cheese. It's the yep. marriage of these two elements, but doesn't taste like nothing either. like either yeah. one. No, I love it. That's going it. That's go- <laughs> hey, well, you made a great joke that is going into the uh, description of the show that yeah. I'm writing right now. <laughs> because this. Okay, what the story? All right, let me start off. Let me start off at that square. All right, did you read the story about the behind this game? I did read the story. Here is the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal with the story. Um, because this game, I feel like because this game wasn't really released in North America, I feel like the translation's a little weird. Yeah, but yes, I did read. I did read the story about the 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 man who fucks so, the computer. Yeah, yeah. a scientist. It's basically like it rips off part of the movie Her at first because Her Her is uh, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix who falls in love with the equivalent to Siri on oh, his okay. phone. I don't think th- I don't Joaquin Phoenix could do so much better than Siri. I feel like uh, I don't know. He had that weird stint where he was trying to be hipsterish and edgy. I remember that like a crazy person. But still, but still, I feel like you and I have a shot with Siri. Yeah, that's, I feel that's like true. Siri's our. She'll week. flirt with you. Yeah. So. <laughs> But so he creates a female AI, then he falls in love with the AI right. and wants to be with her. Right. So then he finds a way to upload himself into into a computer. I don't really think they really get into the specifics, do they? Yeah, he just like his consciousness or his body, like but he's able to turn turn himself into zeros and ones. To and turn it out. Put himself <laughs> into a computer so he can fuck his his computer girlfriend. Yeah. So he fucks his computer girlfriend. Which he made. 
Uh-huh. Is that kind of that is kind of that's incestuous? kind of incest a little yeah. bit, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, kind of. It's intellectual incest. But does that mean that Weird Science is essentially a movie about incest? Yeah, absolutely. I've always said that. Yeah. Should we examine this movie through the lens of incestuous nature? <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a D&D item in fifth edition. <laughs> the lens of incestuous nature. <laughs> Just a tech Lannister. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so then he... Has sex with her. Right. Uh, gets her pregnant. Gets her pregnant. And then he, I guess, leaves the computer. But whenever he is output, he comes back evil. No. That's and him? And he joins a terrorist organization. No. Yeah. That's not him. That's him. That's, that's him. him. That's him. He's the villain of the so game? So Pulse Man is trying to kill his own father. I didn't know that. Yep. But that's not explained. Is that That's not explained in the opening sequence, is it? I, I had to look this up. Oh, well, I was kind of not... I did not play an English-translated version of this game. Um, I did, but I cannot vouch for that translation. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so then I don't know how Pulseman is born. I don't know if he's ejected out of the CD-ROM. I don't know, but Let's... he is half computer program, half human. Let's talk about how he was created for at least 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, digital theme, it's fine. Do you, how... Digicom. Digicom. <laughs> how, um, how good do you think digital sex can possibly be? Uh, if it's anything like cybering and palace chat, pretty fucking good. Pretty good. Man. Pretty yeah. fucking good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Come to all those Tommy Hilfiger sprites. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Go Dog, on, I love the Leah. Go on Big Gay Owls, Big Gay Boat Ride. Take a girl on Tommy Hilfiger there. That's some shit I haven't thought about in a minute. Talk about how you're going to touch your boobs. Question for you Has Big Gay Owl been anywhere near South Park like in the last six years? Uh, I want to say he popped back up uh, whenever like Mr. Slave was a thing with, with uh, Mr. Garrison. I got you. Okay. I want to say that. Because I feel like I haven't seen that dude in a while. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if it's because how the world has changed since <laughs> South Park was created yeah. a long ass time ago. Yeah. That's weird to think about. I think it's like 20 fucking years old. Man, South Park's ability to evolve and maintain it's relevance and crazy. be good. And yeah. if the quality is still there. Yep. It is. Yep. All right, so Pulse Man. Postman. <laughs> he was born through incestuous uh, uh, acts, Incestuous technology. Digital acts, digital, digital incest digicum. Breaking some kind of federal law, <laughs> I'm sure. Multiple ones. So he looks like an edgy Marvin the Martian? Yes, he does kind of look like, yeah, if mm -hmm. Marvin the Martian um, found like Earthworm Jim's suit and crawled up in there, and okay. then, like, visit a, a spray paint body shop in Grand Theft Went Auto. Went through Tony Stark's process of painting the Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this game played really well. I thought it was fun to play. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can see where it'd be really fun if you spent a lot of time getting good at it. Yeah, really? Because this, there's so many different... I feel like it plays, it's very technical. You can do all sorts of things with Pulse Man because you have all these different moves and jumps and having to deal with like the walk into auto dash. And there's just lots of options like being able to control them and do them really well. I can see being really fun, but yeah. I didn't get to the point where I felt comfortable with the controls. Really? See, man, I thought it controlled tight. Like I really, really liked it. It controlled to me like 
um, a little controlled me. I felt that's where it felt like Sonic to me mm-hmm. is the controls. Um, and I don't, I mean, Sonic's not like super tight or anything, but I mean, I feel like Sonic's got some solid controls behind it. Um, I, but I can see there are a lot of, there are, Pulse Man can do a lot of things that like Mega Man X can't do. That sounded like I was coming at Mega Man X, but I wasn't. Um, I do that when you do X4 at some, t- at some point in time. Yeah, we should do that because we've done the other three. Yeah. How many are there total in that series? Six, I want to say. Well, we do have to do all of them eventually. Yep. Um, and speaking of Mega Man X and comparing this game to Mega Man X, I would like to say, Internet, Tyler, please don't be mad at me. I, I Internet, Tyler, don't fuck with him. Internet, don't Tyler, with Internet Tyler. Don't, yeah, man, woo, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that this game, I okay, I'm going to use very subjective terms here. I enjoyed this game more than I enjoyed Mega Man X3, X2, or X. Ooh, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. I, I like this game a lot, a lot more. X, X3 I can get behind. Yeah. But I love X and X2. So. I know. But see, here's the thing. I feel like I can make, I can, like, I feel like I don't have any nostalgia tied to any of those games. So for me, mm. I feel like I know for sure. That it's like, oh, I prefer Pulse Man over over the Mega Man X yeah. series. And it's honestly, I think it's all about the kind of game that Pulse Man is. Mega Man, the Mega Man X series is pretty much a platforming shooter, I would call it. Mm-hmm. You're shooting things. Jump and shoot man. Jump and shoot man, mm-hmm. exactly. Pulse Man is pretty much melee most of the time. Most of the time, he's kicking or using like a, an electrical blade. Mm-hmm. Everything Pulse Man does ha- deals with electricity. That's mm-hmm. kind of his. If he were a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figure, he would be the electric one. Um, so he'd be the gremlin that is completely made of electricity. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I just think that that it, that adds a whole new dynamic to the game because. All of a sudden, I don't feel like I'm playing jump and shoot, man. I feel like I'm playing jump and brawl, man. And I like yeah. I like brawlers. So this felt like a weird Mega Man twist where it's like, yo, dog, we heard you like Mega Man, but you also like Streets of Rage. So we're going to put some punching and kicking and sword cutting. It's a very expanded move set. And the way you could turn into like that ball of electricity and... Yeah. Go around and like travel on wires as electricity. Yeah. And like circuits and you stuff. You have some projectiles. Like there's there's a lot of stuff there to master. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I like stuff like that. And that might be like the dividing line. Because I just, I tried playing it as a traditional platformer, which you can do sort of. Yeah. But. If you do it like that, it's not that it's not that fun. But I can I can really see where if you got used to the controls and got very good at them, that this game would be a blast. Man, I just I it it is fun, but I I don't know if this is a personal thing. I'm not fucking saying, oh man, I'm like the best there is at Pulse Man. Because I'm fucking not. I didn't finish the game. Um because it's not little little Nemo in Dreamland. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's do that episode. Let's do an episode on Little Nemo again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's just go back. To, let's just. I want to see you hits. play it again six six more times in a row trying to beat it. <laughs> but Pulse Man, I don't know. I took immediately to it. Like I didn't have any problems with the controls. I honestly think that once 
you kind of grasp the concept of how you activate your electricity powers, mm-hmm. I feel like it all just kind of slides, clicks into place. Because it's like they're almost, they're all activated by Pulse Man's speed. So like, like Sonic, Pulse Man, as you move Pulse Man, he will speed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he reaches a certain speed, uh, he will be able to use uh, an electricity power. And that electricity power can be turning into a ball of electricity, um, or it can be to fire an electricity bolt, mm-hmm. which is very, him firing that electricity bolt is very much like the Mega Buster. I would have enjoyed a dash button or some kind of dash function. Yeah. Because going into like, I feel like you take a few steps. And you automatically start running at a lot much faster speed. Yeah, I ran into so much shit. Yeah, all the time. But see, I like that. I think this is an. Mm-hmm. I think this is a. I think this is an issue of we like different things. Mm. Like this, when we were talking earlier about how we're very similar, but like enjoy the same things, but with like different tastes to it. Yeah, like you're a blowjob guy. I am. Yeah, just I can't stop giving them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, man, it's like, it's hard right now to re- stop for an hour and 30 minutes to record this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, all the people are playing Pokemon Go with their dicks out. Oh, like, man. I'll be your Gengar. <laughs> but that's, I think it's, I think this is boiling down to, we like different kinds of games. We have different, we have a different yeah. taste uh, that we, that we prefer. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I can see it's not my, it's it's definitely one of those games, not my cup of tea, but I can see where people would really enjoy it, and I can see that it has good qualities. It is so good. It is so good. I'm like, if you haven't played this game before, and you've been listening for a while, if you feel like your opinions kind of align with mine, uh, definitely check this out. Mm -hmm. Like, definitely check this out. Like... I do not think that it belongs on this list because of its release. Yeah. But I am glad that it was on the list because I learned Never would have played it. I never, never would have played this game. Um, Never. I never would have. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, even if I would have just looked at it, I'd have been like, "Eh, it looks like Mega Man X series, and I'm not super in love with that series. They're great games, but I'm just not, I'm just never like really. Loved. I know you get frustrated by the the eight. Find a weapon. Find the other weapon's weakness. Like I, I know, do. Yeah, you don't dig that. I very hate much. that. And, and that is like a Mega Man staple. It That's is. Like, yeah. And you just kind of like <laughs> drop the knowledge bomb on me because it's like I didn't realize until right now that shit is not in Pulse Man. Nope. And that might also have something to do with why I like it because I don't okay. have to deal with that stuff of Mega Man that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, this does it. This does suffer from what I don't like about a lot of 16-bit platformers. What's that? Especially Super Nintendo is just as guilty that I feel like the camera is too close to the main character. Right, is this one of those things where you feel like you don't see the enemy off the off yeah, the screen I feel like until you're it's too, too big? Late. You take up like your movement. You're just, you're just too big. It's too close on you. You don't have enough like freedom to see the screen or move around without. It's just, yeah, it bugs me about so many platformers uh, of this era. It's like they, I guess they can get closer now. They want to show more detail, so they do it, but it bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, uh, I can see that. It does. It really didn't bother me, but I can totally see it. Like, looking at it from that perspective, yeah. I, and it's maybe just because I'm like, it's maybe because it didn't seem slow to me. 
and usually 16-bit You're games. right. You do have like the slow floaty jumps right. and things like that. With a like big, that. big sprite that yeah. moves slowly. And maybe that's why it didn't bother me so much. Um, this is going to sound like a jab at concept, uh, but this game is so much better than Mighty Number no. 9. Uh, mm. which it reminded, well, yeah, it reminded me a lot of, I felt like I should have said Mighty Number no. 9 reminded me of this because it came, Mighty Number no. 9 came later, Yeah, but I hadn't played Pulse Man yet. But as far as like those melee, the melee moves and like all this, a speed mechanic, which is very important in Mighty Number no. 9, um, like a speed dash, but I don't think it's handled nearly as well as it is in Pulse yeah. Man. Like if you were if you were a fan of the Mega Man X series, I would recommend you play Pulse Man before you play Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh, okay, that's a good statement. There's um, the same studio that made Pulse Man also makes Pokemon. Right, that's probably one of the most notable things about mm-hmm. this game. And I didn't see a whole lot of it, but everything was a buzz about like where you can see all the early concepts for Pokemon, like scattered throughout this game did you i because i tried to look this up did you find this uh online i don't know where else you would have found it yeah like looking into anything about this game that's one of the first thing that said about it because bulbapedia are you familiar with bulbapedia Mm, Uh, nope but i can assume what it is it is the wikipedia it's all about phil's wife for pokemon yes (laughs) For, for yes uh they list references they think that this game um, is reflected in the Pokemon oh, series. Oh man, okay. I'll um, I'll let you read it. I don't think honestly. I don't. I think a lot of these are stretches, but I'm not super familiar with the Pokemon series. And I found something in the game that's not on this list that I'll mention uh, once you're done. Okay. The computer Pulseman was born on is named the Saint Anne, which is the Japanese name of the SS Anne. Which, yeah, that is a ship you take in, in Pokemon. The okay. SSN is? Yeah. Okay. So okay, you feel I like that's... That. Okay. That's probably legitimate. That one passes. I wish I had a ding. Ladian bears a significant resemblance to Pulse Man. I'm not sure who that is. It's a Pokemon, I assume, but yeah, I don't know. Rimmeraid resembles the gunfish enemy that appears in Underwater Stage 6 of Pulse Man, as they are both combinations of fish and revolver pistols. Okay, if they made all this and they develop also these sprites, let's say that that checks out. There's a Pokemon that has a fish gun. Yep. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's it's a it's a later generation, but yeah. Wow. Ugh, okay. <laughs> Zatu resembles the bird-like enemy in Stage Two of Pulse Man. They both share nearly identical color scheme and similar shape. I'd say any of the enemies in here that look like Pokemon. Okay. Probably influence Pokemon. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They so probably these are just so came far... up with these. And there's so many fucking Pokemon. Sure. Why not go back to an earlier game and pull enemies? Okay. I'm glad to hear this because it didn't make any, it didn't really connect with me. Registeel's design mimics the design for the boss in stage four of Pulse Man. Talking about like his moveset, that's a little bit much. Volt tackles Japanese name. Voltacar comes from Pulse Man, is named Pulse Man's signature attack where he flies around as a ball of electricity. The final Smash version of Volt Tackle used by Pikachu in Super Smash Brothers Ball closely resembles Pulse Man's Voltector. Okay. I mean, I can see where they're just taking it is the Japanese name. It's also Pulse Man's name, so they just t- took a move from him because he has electricity powers. Okay. So you're buying it? He yeah, checks out? I can buy it. I that. feel like that's kind of a reach, but. I mean, okay. a little bit, but I can see where, I mean, it's all their intellectual property. It does make sense. I mean, like, yeah. right, there's nothing stopping them from doing it, so it does make sense. Although Team Galactic is not incorrect, a more literal translation of the Japanese name is Galaxy Gang. Possible reference to the Galaxy Game in Pulse Man. 
Sharan's design may be based on Dr. Waruyama, the main antagonist and leader of the Galaxy Gang and Pulse Man. Right. The Galaxy Gang. I mean, they even kind of say they're possibly a reference. Yeah. Eh. That one's kind of tough. Hariyama's name can be a corruption of Doc Waruyama's name. Because it has Yama in it? I guess. But see, that's kind of like Mario Wario, Luigi Waluigi, right? Yeah, okay. So I can I can believe that based on that very specific <laughs> reference. Rotorn appears to be based on Pulse Man, although it may be inspired by the unexplained phenomenon of ball lightning. I'm not familiar with that Pokemon, but I assume it's just two balls of lightning, which is know. that's a bit of a stretch to be based on Pulse Man. Lisa Hatfield, a character from Pulseman, was in the logo art of the Pokemon Journal for Game Freak webpage. The designs of May and her counterparts are possibly based on Lisa Hatfield. Lisa Hatfield is a news reporter in Pulseman. Uh, okay, well, that's just the... That's just a fact, right? <laughs> I mean, well, that's just how the, the artist designs characters. I yeah, mean... That makes that, sense. That's plausible. Yeah. I don't think it's anything significant. Right. It's just his art style. Right. Barry's battle music has several notes that resemble a portion of Neo Tokyo's music from Pulse Man. Many other places also uh, have similar features to Pokemon music. It's just they have the same composer. Yeah. So that's just like Tina Fey's husband. Everything's big band. Like that's just their right. style. Right. That's, so I mean, yeah. That's why but... Kimmy Schmidt sounds like Thirty Rock. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So that is um, okay. So here's the thing that I found in the game. Um, tell me if you noticed this. One of the levels in the game is a Japanese television studio. Did you play this one? Yes. Uh, when you get to the actual television studio itself, the cameras have a logo on it, um, a red logo that I swear to you looks like the red silhouette of an Abra uh, reaching its arms around in a circle. Ooh. Like, I saw that, and I was like, the first thing I thought of was, that is a fucking Abra. Um, so I, like, okay. I wish I... I I need to take a screenshot of this and share it with at least you to see. Um, so you can tell me if you think I'm crazy or not or if this actually looks no, like I'm sure it does. an Abra. I thought it was you really You have a better eye really for that cool. than I do. So if you think it does, it does. Really, really cool. Yeah. This Here's another one I noticed, which is a complete stretch, and it's because voice modulation wasn't there. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, because, right, like in, a street, like in a street fighter, you know, like a street fighter, mm-hmm. uh, Pulseman uh, will yell the move that he's using, and I cannot. A, it's in Japanese, so I wouldn't understand it even if I could make it out. B, I can't fucking make it out. But it sounds like when he uses it, it sounds like he's saying, Volpix, and I know he's not. <laughs> but it made me think the other night, I was like, what the fuck? Where did they come up with the name Vulpix? Because it's like a baby nine-tailed fox. Mm-hmm. It's a baby kitsune, right? Yeah. Where where does Vulpix come from? Vulpine? Vul- yeah, that's what I assume, yeah. And then Ix? Nine? I-X. Yep. Holy shit. There you go. Boom. I thought, <laughs> God, wow, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the other thing about Vulpix. It sounds like the equivalent of an unwanted dick pic, but turned on its side, where it's like, oh, stop sending me your Vulpix. Vul- vulgar pictures, no, otherwise known vulva, as Vulpix. Vulva pictures. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can we make that a Send thing? Send me them Vulpix. Can we just, can we coin this? Can we like, I'm going to get on Urban Dictionary, I'm going to put, I'm going to make an entry for Vulpix, and hopefully they they won't say, no, no, this is an inside joke, like they did the last time I tried to submit something. Uh, and there's, God, there's so much dumb shit on that website, like, we read all that nice Christian gentleman's fucking shit he submitted and got on. I know. Oh, I'm so glad you reminded me of that guy. 
Link in the show notes. It's like I was trying to, when we tried to put the Walking Dead episode on YouTube. Sure, there are 10-hour remixes of the same song repeating on YouTube, but we could not fucking get a one-hour video up there. Broken into like five-minute segments and shit. Like, <sighs> Do you know that's on our Twitch channel? Good. I haven't watched it, so I do not know like how good it is. It's probably really bad, right? Because it was like the first time we ever did anything like that. I don't know. But don't know. yeah, I've been afraid to watch it. But it is definitely in our highlights. I saw yeah. it the other day, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> goddamn!" I remember that thing that we couldn't get on YouTube. <laughs> we could, I mean, we could finish it now. Shit, we could, and I would like to. Yeah. I would like to finish The Walking Dead season two. Next, yeah, that's all I've played. Is still that first chapter. Me too, because <laughs> I've been waiting for Miller and Nicole <laughs> to get together. We all play a game together. But yeah, I didn't care much for the voices or the the music. Wasn't. I didn't like the music very much. Yeah, I like the music too. Man, so, this is this is pretty uncommon. I feel like so I don't know. Just something about the I don't know. I it's probably also just because I don't like the way the Genesis sounds, and I didn't feel like this was one of those like ways they can tweak the poor sound quality to their advantage. Okay, all right. I mean, I think that's a fair statement. I do think though, compared to a lot of the other Genesis games that we've played, I think this is for me. I think the sound is some of the best. Yeah. Oh, uh, you just see, I guess we have talked about the bosses. Yeah, we can talk it about has, bosses. It has some big, like, nice flamboyant boss battles. I do like a good boss battle. And what I think is really cool is it shakes it, shakes it up because, like, the third stage, um, which I believe is Vegas. Uh, see, that, that's straight up, <laughs> like, Sonic. Sonic, yeah, yeah Casino Zone. Uh, it is, and it's very much straight up Sonic. And, he, like, the even the intro, I feel like, to that stage... It starts with a boss battle, which I think is great. I love that. Like, they were trying different shit. It wasn't like, all right, well, blah, blah, here's a level boss at the end. It's fine. You know what to do. They're like, oh, shit, this level starts with a boss battle. Um, And granted, the doctor in this game, I cannot remember his name, corrupt doctor, incest. Waru Wataruyama. Something or other like that. He is riding a machine that looks like something that Dr. Robotnik would ride, like 100%. Like mm-hmm. it's straight up like, huh, someone wrote a letter to Sega, I think, before they published this. <laughs> no, I agree 100%. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Another thing about Pulse Man's design. Like in that candy bar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of Proto Man. Yeah. Like his design yeah. reminds me a lot of Proto Man. Yeah. I definitely see it. Yeah, what, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Definitely see it. Do you have any achievements? Um, I do have some achievements. Um, I've got my first achievement is called Caught Red Handed. And in order to unlock Caught Red Handed, uh, you need to die fighting the first boss in the game, uh, which is a virtual hand, a virtual reality hand, yep. I should say. Which the again, wireframe. Come on, man. This is a fu- this is like cool boss shit. Like this is like cool boss mm-hmm. shit in this game, because it's not it's not just that's straight up Mega Man X. That's like Mega Man X two took took that. Oh, you yeah. find a lot of wireframe stuff in Mega Man X two. It's so because all of this is happening electronically. You run in on this boss battle. There's just a dude with a VR headset and a laptop, like Ed from Cowboy Bebop style, like just working on this laptop. Yep. And you enter a terminal and fight him virtually. Mm-hmm. He manifests himself as a, a giant wireframe hand. Um, as you hit it, it's, it starts out green, but as you hit it, it goes from green to yellow to red and then flashing red. So to unlock 
caught red-handed, uh, you need to die while the hand is flashing red. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but what I love about it is once you defeat the virtual hand, uh, you pop out of the uh, hacker's laptop and you just hit him once and he dies. Yep. And then the, the game, the, the level ends. Yep. I think that's great, man. That's like some <laughs> straight up Earthworm Jim shit where it's just like, we're going to take all these like platforming conventions and we're going to just turn it on its head and like look at it from a different view. That would be a, that would be a nice Shadowrun Decker to play, to make Pulse Man, Pulse Man. in Shadowrun. Ooh, I like it. I guess he'd be an elf. I think so, yeah. Does that make sense? And he would be a, I guess, part, sort of a, I mean, a decker slash rigger. Yeah. With all sorts of like devices and things like that for yeah. combat and then all the decking abilities to go in. And so yeah. what you're saying is that um, Shadowrunner Cody needs to write you up, Pulse Man, as a Shadowrun character. Yep. Okay. Let's see. Uh, my first one is Proto Zero, which uh, you unlock Proto Zero by killing 30 animal. 30 animals, 30 enemies with your electricity blade. Yeah. Because he looks like Proto Man and his melee combat is a lot like Zero with his yeah. with his Zero saber. With his, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my second achievement is uh, has a lame name. I hope you're ready for it. Yeah. Um, it's called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which actually, uh, what I have written down is what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas. But I didn't read that. I changed it at the last minute. But I, my other option was Vegas Baby, and I didn't go that way. I went Fear and Loathing <laughs> in Las Vegas. Uh, and to unlock that Ring-a-ding-ding, baby. <laughs> <laughs> in order to unlock Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, uh, you got to get really high and play this game. All right. Specifically the Vegas stage. You have to make it to the Vegas stage, which is very uh, easy. Mes- mescaline? Mescaline, mescaline. <laughs> mescaline? Muscaline? Muscadine? The, you got to drink a lot of muscadine wine. The Michelin man? <laughs> uh, what I think is cool about this game is you can select stages. They're kind of tiered off. Like mm-hmm. you have to beat the first three stages to unlock the next three, but you can play those first three stages in any order that you want to. And their real-world locations? Tokyo yeah. and I- India. Tokyo, India, uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, there is Australia. Uh, there is ugh, another American city. I can't remember which one it is. So we're seven stages? I think there's seven stages in this game. That's a good question. I feel like I should know the answer to that, but I was not able to finish the game. Yeah. Uh, I ran out of continues, which is... I, honestly, man, I feel like it, it, the difficulty is perfect because I ran out of continues. But when I did, I was like, I can beat this game. Like I got to a moment where it's like, I know that I can beat this game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so brutal where it was like, fuck it. I'm not even going to try. But it was just difficult enough, I felt like, where it's like, you know what? If I spent four or five hours on this, I'm sure that I could beat this game. Yeah, because from what, from what my research said, it's like you really – have to get perfects on all these bonus levels between the stages. Oh, we didn't even talk about the bonus mm-hmm. levels, um, which are very reminiscent of Breakout. Yep. You're familiar with Breakout, yep. I'm sure, from the TI-83 <laughs> series. <laughs> Jez Ball from Gateway fame. Oh, Jez Ball. <laughs> but yeah, there's bonus stages where you essentially play, whoa, that drink moved on its own. It like did. a ghost possessed yep. it. <laughs> uh, we're sorry, ghost of uh, Pulse Man. <laughs> There's just a haunter spawned here. It's fine. <laughs> oh, let me check my phone. Um, I, 
I thought the bonus stages were really cool because I haven't thought about Breakout in a while. You turn into your electricity ball and then bounce around uh, at 45 degree angles, mm-hmm. um, knocking out bricks. Yep. You have to perfect those to like finish you the game. You get a ton of points to get you more lives and yeah. stuff like that. I perfected a couple of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Uh, my second one is uh, The Clone Wars. Wow, that a rare Tyler Holland Star Wars reference. (laughs) Wow, you unlock that when you defeat the clone Pulse Man. I didn't know there was a clone Pulse Man. Mm -hmm. Where is he a boss? I'm assuming he's a boss much later on. I see. Okay, like there's a trick to beating him. Like whenever he takes his electric electric ball form, yeah, you have to take yours as well and head on collision in order to stop him. That worries me a little bit. Because is there any kind of hint that you need to do that? Not to my knowledge. Yeah, I don't like that. But I didn't experience it firsthand, so yeah, can't speak to it. So I got for achievements. Yeah, me too. You got a quiz over there? I don't. Do you? <laughs> nope. Although I almost did put together a um, a quiz called vibrator or shower accessory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Pulse Man sounds like a shower accessory you would buy from the adult bookstore. Ooh, yeah. This is my Pulse Man, <laughs> is what the woman on the box says. <laughs> um, no, no, I don't have, I don't have the quiz, though. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, maybe sometime. Opportunity lost. Maybe for Pulse Man, too. Yeah, or at your boogaloo. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, dude. I see you stroking your beard over there. I am. Which, of course, signals you want me to ask you in a very low tone... Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Talking about Pulse Man, talking about all kinds of other shit for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but before we close things out, I have a few questions for you that are very important to me. The first of which being, I would like to know if you were to give this game a beard, mm-hmm. what kind of beard you would give it and why. I would have to give it the the grizzled. Mm. Uh, growth. Um, the grizzled, like not even a five day shadow, but just the the grizzled, rough beard of one Colonel Saul Tai on New Caprica. Is that a Battlestar Galactica reference? It is. Man, I barely, I barely realized mm-hmm. that. Uh, I only remember it because uh, Caprica sounds like tropical Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So that is the only way that that has stuck <laughs> with me. <laughs> And I want to explain it. Please. But. Oh, it's a spoiler. Major Battlestar Galactica spoilers. Okay. So if, you, if you're if you familiar with Battlestar Galactica. Do you want me to leave the room? No. Okay. That's okay. All right. But if you're familiar, you get it. You get you get it. You get why. Okay. Man, he turns into electricity, doesn't he? Fuck. <gasps> All the time. Damn it. <laughs> Whenever he tries to walk, he automatically runs. Dude. You know when Battlestar Galactica really picked up for me is when they all gained Spider-Man's villain's powers. <laughs> <laughs> all the other characters are in proper frames of the camera, but Saul tied the camera's really up close on him every time it cuts to it. Tyler. Yes, Dave. That was a good beard, although I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the banter that came from it. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that mm-hmm. sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? I would have to give it the cool eye patch of salt eye after <laughs> uh-huh. after after the events on New Africa. Okay, that's the other Battlestar Galactic guy, Battlestar yeah. guy, Battle Battlestar Man. Battlestar guy, Battlestarman. Because they find they find a new planet a that they try to inhabit and shit goes bad. <laughs> there, I, I saw an interesting thing. I think Chandra posted it from Tumblr comparing the. 
election in Battlestar Galactica to the current election. Yeah. Because there's a... Donald Trump is in Battlestar Galactica. Basically. (laughs) Because there's a woman who she... Basically, after the Cylons attack, wipe out almost all of humanity, goes in the line to find the next president... Uh, the Secretary of Education is the highest ranked person, so she becomes president. So that reminds me of Doctor Who. Yep. Yeah. With the president. Yep. And so she she does a really good job, but a lot of people don't like her. But they do like sort of her, eventually becomes like her vice president or like a counselor, Gaius Balthar, who is like a pompous blowhard, doesn't know what he's doing. Man, but let me tell you how cool his name is. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That is a powerful name. What is it again? Gaius Balthar. Gaius Balthar. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. Yep. How much does a name change cost? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be Tab... Tagpog, yeah. Tagpog. Tyler and Gaius play all day. (laughs) (laughs) And we banter about all the things I've tagged that week. (laughs) Man, I got the library. I got the I got the gas station, the one gas station we have in town. Apparently, I got the old Shonies. <laughs> yeah, but in Bowser Galactica, when they run for re-election, everyone, although she has done a good job, she is the most qualified. Yeah. No one likes her. She loses to the pompous blowhard. Who, once he's elected, he fucks shit up so badly. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. That's ooh, that's a strong analogy. Why haven't we started building our spaceship is what I want to know. Oh. I feel like we should have started on we that. We both might be Cylons, so we're not worried about it. Uh, oh, I definitely am. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because you're a dark soul. I just want to go ahead and get that out. Yes. <laughs> An old callback. That's a, that a deep ass <laughs> fucking cut. One million Tadpog points <laughs> to any listener who can let us know what episode that is from. <laughs> yeah. Because that is a that is a very, very obscure <laughs> reference that you just made, my yep. friend. <laughs> you just created a cool scavenger hunt. Yep. Because you are a dark soul and I am a Yeti. That is right. There's and go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tyler. Yes. I've got one more question for mm-hmm. you. I want to know how much is this game on Amazon? Before you answer, no copies. No copies available. Okay. That's your answer? Yep. I was going to give you a hint. No copies available. Okay. Here that you're locked in. Ba-doom. Yep. Here was going to be here was going to be my hint. There's no fucking telling. Was going to be my hint because this game exists on Amazon. However, it's hard for me to tell which ones are legit and which ones are repros. Oh, okay, yeah. Because they range from $14.99 to $353.93. That is how big the mm. range is. I've never seen a range like that before. Yeah. Um, so the only way it can be a legit cartridge copy is if it's the uh, Mega Drive version. Yeah. Uh, which they did have some on there, but the description was in broken English, which can tell me that it's either legit or really not legit. Or not Who legit. knows? That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, you, that's true. So as I was trying to find the answer, it was just like, no way to figure nope, this one out. <laughs> Unless there's a photograph of the cartridge close up, which of course there isn't on any of these yeah. um, links. So uh, if I were you, 
I would recommend going with the fourteen ninety nine version mm-hmm. because I feel like that is a fair price to pay for the game. Or ask our friend Cockmaster Shake to track one down and send it to us. That's probably the best way to do it. We should actually probably maybe do that. Yep, because I think it'd be pretty cool. And an, and a Mega Drive. Yeah, that would be cool too. <laughs> but even if I didn't have it, I think it'd be cool to it own, cool to own. A, a cartridge copy of Pulse Man. Yeah, especially because I like this game a lot and i think that of the games on this list this is one of my favorites okay like fatal fury and pulse man have been very like this has been a good part of the list for me good i'm glad 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 you're happy because i'm holding out for shining force of fantasy star 4 because you're a yeti that's how we we just roll different yeah that's all i'm a dark soul (laughs) i like these kinds of games you're a yeti you like those kinds of games (laughs) that's just how that's what keeps the world turning baby and other things that an uncle might say (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, we could, we could take some calls. Oh, uh, would you, would you like to do that? We could do a call or two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I, we have enough to go through. We do. I don't think that we're through June's backlog yet. Uh, what is the number that someone could call us at? And it's two, seven, oh, uh, huh. Eight, five, seven, five, six, two. No, no. What number is that? I don't know. I don't, man. I just, I'm. That number sounds familiar. Why is it? 575. Yeah, I don't know. I about gave somebody else's phone number. I think that might have been my old work number. Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> uh, it is 270-883-2555. I was trying to buy some time because I'm still scrolling through uh, voicemails. So, Tyler, earlier we established that I am a blowjob guy, mm-hmm. which means that you are squarely in what camp? What, uh, what job are you? A vagina job? Yeah, that's a good job. Yeah, I'd always rather have sex. Yeah, it's a good job. Because I think I talked about before, blowjobs kind of stress me out. I'm glad that I don't have that problem. <laughs> like, really. Mm-hmm. like Because like, I have enough stress, I feel like. A lot of things stress me out. If that stressed me out, I don't. I think my life would be just absolutely <laughs> so dark because I wouldn't have anything that does, doesn't stress me out. Um, all right. Blowjob boy, vagina boy. I am, I've got our call. Let's see. Did we end on a Terran call last time? Yes. All right. Then I played this one already. Let's t- talk about blowjobs and vaginas for like three more seconds. Um, Just because I know like it can't be super fun to laboriously suck a dick for like 30 minutes. So I want to help them like, yeah. I want to get it. Okay. I just want to finish, get it done. That is a long, okay. that is a long blowjob. I mean, I've, I've masturbated yeah. so much since yeah. the sixth grade. <laughs> so much. <laughs> So yeah. much. I could see why maybe that would stress <laughs> you out. So just like, come on, work. Come on. I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like, uh, what's Jerry Stiller in Zoolander? Just like, come on, <laughs> give a little, squirt a little, come out just a little bit. Come on, come on. And then I get in my head about it, and it makes it take even longer. Yeah. So I get it. That's how I feel about shrimp. All right, uh, here's a text <laughs> message Get left shrimp. from 520 uh, who says, Adams and Ryan's hypothetical Tadpog ass tats, uh, would they be eight but Tyler and Dave or regular portraits? Oh, see, eight bit Tyler and Dave or regular portraits. Okay. Remember the ass tats we were talking about? Vaguely. I believe these are, man, this was back when we were in... The closet of Tadpog High Rise, I think, is when we last oh. talked about Tadpog ass tats. Um, also, oh, we didn't answer that question. Uh, well, their hypothetical ass tats, I think, would be pixelated. The pixelated versions. It'd be fine. The, the legitimate non-bootleg Right, that's what versions. I mean. Unless they're super realistic. 
that could be the other way. Oh, hyper-realist. Yeah. You know how, like, Steve-O has that tattoo of himself, himself on, his on his back? back. <laughs> that, like, that style <laughs> we need uh, on their asses. <laughs> uh, also, 520 continues, is Reginald Johnson a rim job? I was just about to, I was just about to bring that up. You were like, <laughs> really? What kind of job oh. are you? It was like, Bell Johnson? Uh, that is a thing. That is a thing I haven't experienced. I'm on either end. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And I'm not like crazy about it either. Like, I don't feel like I'm really missing a party or anything on that one. It's good. Yeah. I'd say I've met more unicorns than I have experienced right? that. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I mean, I think le- I would rather give someone a laborious 30 minute blowjob <laughs> than fucking tongue their asshole. <laughs> So that would stress me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so original Johnson is a rim job, right? Because what's original? Oh, we so done our, we done uh, fucked up our mythology. So I thought original Bill Johnson was when you lick from the vagina to the asshole. You do the you do the full circuit. That's original Bill Johnson. Yeah, that's original. This Bill is a Johnson. this is original Johnson. I don't know what original Johnson well, it was. Okay, because Brandon Johnson. Oh, Brandon Johnson, we all know. Howard Johnson. We do a Brandon. A Brandon Johnson's a blowjob. Mm-hmm. Howard Johnson's a hand job. Reginald Vell. Was it Reginald Vell Johnson? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was. Rim job. That's it. Okay, that's it. You got it. You got it. Five twenty. Jack of Ziggy. You got it. Um, and then his next te- his next te- text message finishes his signature. Moons Mike H. <laughs> um, let's see. We got another text message from five twenty who says. So in watching Sailor Moon Crystal, I guess that's the Sailor Moon series. Is that the newer one? No clue. Okay. Um, I got to thinking, who are your favorite Sailor Moon characters? For me, it's, oh, here we go. I'm going to butcher this because I am not super familiar with Sailor Moon. Hotoru Tomoe. Uh, I guess that's AKA Sailor Saturn. Um, how could I not like a character whose power destroys the world? The Silence Glaive. I don't know what that means. Whose power destroys the world, the Silence Glaive. Don't know. I guess it's a Sailor Moon thing, right? I need to go back and watch that. Because I remember, I mean, my porky knowledge of Sailor Moon is from... Bare Naked Ladies songs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boom anime, babes. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's middle school, early high school. I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched Sailor Moon. I loved it back then, but I, I should revisit it. I'm afraid to. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that for the wrong reasons <laughs> at an age, you know, a preteen age. Still watch it now. It's fine. No, I don't think, I do not think that I could watch that now and not feel like the creepiest goddamn person on the earth <laughs> because it's going to be like, you got to remember, Dave, when you jerked it to this, you were a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. So I can never separate myself from that. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in me even trying to go back. <laughs> So when we talk about the Sailor Moon game, guess who's going to be super uncomfortable? Me. (laughs) Answer is me. Uh, Let's see. Followed by, he continues, Makoto or Lita in the dub Sailor Jupiter is awesome. I'm sorry. That's a a break. Uh, Sorry for nerding out a bit. Can't wait for the Sailor Moon episode. Well, I can, clearly. (laughs) Um, I need to look up my favorite. I can identify her by sight, but I do not know which sailor she is. Uh, and I assume that we are basing our, I mean, Jack and Ziggy Moons didn't do this, but I'm going to base it purely on physical uh, attractiveness, mm-hmm. what I find appealing. 
Sailor Mercury has the pixie cut blue hair. Sailor Venus is the blonde. Sailor Moon, of course, Sailor Moon, meatball head. Uh, Sailor Mars is the brunette with the red skirt who's the angry one. That one. Yeah. Yeah, that one's mine. Because I think you <laughs> like that. I like the, the tall brunette. I think that was Sailor Jupiter. All right. Done answer. <laughs> I, that was surprisingly easy. I think we've talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, I think we have. Um, although I will say um, if Sailor Mars is occupied, I, w- I would definitely kiss Sailor Mercury. Oh, see, I, I'm, I can't do that pixie cut. I know you don't like can't the hair, and cut. I normally don't either, um, but I think it's the blue. I think it's the color. I think it's like the hair color. Okay, yeah, blue hair, I get behind that. Because I do I do like that, and I do think that um, pixie cuts work really, really well for some women. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could agree, I could agree to that. I get it. It's not. It's. I. Get, I understand if it's not I just your have, preference. I have it's such, not mine either. I have such a thing about hair, though. Like hair is a huge thing for me. Yeah. Like long hair. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. It's not like a texture thing or like. Oh a, no, it's a texture thing too. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Like long, thick, dark hair. Yeah. Tell me about yeah. your hair stuff. You yeah. subscribe to any hair subreddits? No, I could though. There's probably a coming in hair. I. I will bet you twenty dollars. There's a coming in hair. Oh yeah. There might only be three posts. That's one oh thing God. that my, um, what was it? My cousin, when I was dating my high school girlfriend, my cousin, um, who is substantially older than me, like her her daughter, so my second cousin is my age. That's who I'd always spend time with. But her mom, uh, like my high school girlfriend came over there. We were all hanging out. And like had I had my hands, running my hands through her hair. And she was just like, yeah, you always know Tyler likes a girl because he can't quit playing with her hair. And then after I heard that, I was like, oh, man, I did not think you were around me enough to notice something like that, but that is absolutely true. Absolutely. Interesting. Yep. Coming in here is not a subreddit, but I'm going to make it so that I don't owe you $20. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Everybody in Tavogwood Nation is welcome to come, come join us at Coming in Hair. Uh, if you have any our links. Our butt pasta and our Coming in Hair. This one's real, though, because <laughs> I want to see these videos. <laughs> um, you want to wanna continue? Uh, I think that's pretty good. All right. That's pretty good. Mike H., thank you, sir, for sending in your text. Yeah. I liked reading it. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. So you don't miss the next episode, we'll be doing our Halloween special, Five Nights at Freddy's. For real, we promise. This time, That's what we're doing. Unless something comes up. Unless something, unless like a, a much, I don't know what could interrupt it, but some kind of magical Halloween game. Or just the spirit of Halloween itself yeah. might take us. Jack Skellington comes over. Can I tell you that I do not like that movie? I'm not that crazy about it either. Melissa and the girls fucking love it. Everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves it. And I don't hate it. I, yeah, I don't hate it either. I'm just, I'm not as like, oh my God, it's everybody else's about it. I, I mean, lo- I like it okay. Yeah, I do too. And I even like the aesthetic. Here's what I don't like about it. I don't like the mix of Halloween and Christmas. That is the part that it feels like a... It feels like a forced <sighs> mashup. You know how like sometimes you see a, like a threadless shirt or something on the Yeti uh, where it's like, mm-hmm. man, that is a dumb fucking idea because you just took two popular things, you meshed them together. It looks dumb, but you're going to make a fucking million dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone loves Doctor Who and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So we just put them together <laughs> and look what we got. Fuck you. <laughs> what was that comic crossover of Batman and the, Tur- the Turtles? 
where Batman fights the turtles and I beats not, all their asses. I'm not familiar with that. Mm-hmm. I love it, though. It makes sense. I do think that he would totally destroy the turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Master Splinter, though, I think would give him a run for his money. I think I think Splinter like interrupts the fight and stops them. Yeah. So. Or Splinter and Alfred fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Um, Vicky Vale and April O'Neil then fight. Sorry, I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna throw those in there. So uh, let's see. Uh, iTunes is still the biggest marketplace, so you can find us on iTunes. Leave us a five star written review there. We have a show on Amazon. It's the blue one, not this bootleg gray one. Right. That I love that we own I now. I know it's so great. Thank you, uh, thank you so much, Yuri partner, Janie. Can I? Okay. Michelle. I know you want to frame this and put it in the annex. Mm-hmm. Can I have it until you get the frame? Because yep. I'm gonna. Th- I'm. This shirt's gonna be my bitch. I'm just gonna put it that way. <laughs> uh, I'll frame your cum rag. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have to like nail it up in in the, in the box. I'd just slap it up there. How cool! Did you starch that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excessively. Yeah. yeah, I starch all my t-shirts, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have um, Facebook, Twitter. Yep. There's tons of ways to get in contact with us. Yes. So if there's an episode or a game you want us to play for an episode, yes. a guest host, a Patreon request, mm-hmm. just get in touch with us. Yep. And we promise we'll get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. We're going to be back. We're going to be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. In the meantime, you can always find us at tadpog.com. That is where the show notes live. Uh, these are going to be a little gonna be a little light. I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, feel like I'm really stressed out right now with like, having to do a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just, there's five show notes on there right now. It's probably where they're going to stay. It's good. We've done less before. Um. So check We've it out. We've done just one before. So Yeah, that is true. Check it out. If you want to see the video, the RoboCop video that we were talking about, that will be in the show notes. I will track that yeah. down because it is worth showing to everybody. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We are at facebook.com slash Tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome, I realize. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been retweeting us, especially our episode announcements. Helps spread that word, yo. <laughs> I'm just going to get it all out on this episode, okay? Um, I don't even feel like I especially do it well. Um, I like it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good size. It'd be our next shirt. Yeah. Wow. How do you spell that? You figured out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking B R D R D R D R D. Yeah. Exclamation mark. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, hey, did you enjoy this? Mm. Did you enjoy this episode? Yeah. Ask yourself. You did. Ask yourself and really think about it. Uh, if you did enjoy this episode, let me beg. Let me beg for a minute. Uh, give me a dollar, please. In the arms <laughs> of the angels. Uh, please give me a dollar. Far away. You don't know how much I need it. <laughs> for just a dollar a month. Just a dollar <laughs> a month. Uh, you get bonus. You get all our Patreon bonus episodes, mm-hmm. which we do not do on time anymore. Uh, mm. We're gonna have one for October soon. It's gonna happen soon. <laughs> it's gonna happen soon. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash tadpog. In the meantime, if you donate, uh, you get access to all of the bonus episodes that we have done in the past. 
and all the ones that we're going to do in the future, as long as you remain a donor. Uh, I have added some functionality to, not functionality, yeah. I have a benefit. Here's a new benefit to our Patreon donors. Um, I haven't published the link to this yet because I'm still testing it. I want to make sure that it works okay before I send it out to all of our donors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've taken some of the Patreon money and we have bought a Dropbox account. Mm-hmm. So we now have a paid Dropbox account, uh, which means that we can store a lot more shit. Um, one of the, the most common complaints that I get from listeners is that there is no place for them to listen to all of our episodes mm-hmm. like conveniently on a phone. It's like a common problem that I hear it a lot where it's yeah, like, a lot. man, this sucks. I can't listen to your old stuff. Your feed is is limited in the number of episodes you have. Um, and I have been looking for a good solution to this, a problem. SoundCloud is great for if you're on your computer, but if you're trying to listen to it on your phone, it can be a disaster, especially if you are without internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not streaming it, all of a sudden you have to pay SoundCloud money, which is bullshit. Um, so what I'm hoping to do with this Dropbox account what I have in there currently are all of our episodes minus the ones that are currently in the feed. Or actually, all I have all of our episodes in there until like August of 2016. I still want to keep the feed fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of want to like get the listens that we can out of that before we mulch it. Yeah. Um, but there are a shitload of episodes that I want to make mm-hmm. available to uh, our Patreon donors. Um, I've heard good things. I've had good experiences with the Dropbox app on my phone. Uh, I know it has a built-in media player. Um, I hear from uh, SoundCloud Kyle Mullins that you can um, pause it and pick it back up, uh, which is a thing that I do not believe that you can do uh, in SoundCloud. Uh, I think it times out eventually. Um, So this is a thing, this is a long way of me saying that we're trying to give you more. Uh, for your donation. So if the bonus episodes... It's a great idea. uh, Hopefully it works out. So if it doesn't, haha, scratch everything I said. Like if I get feedback saying this fucking sucks, I'm going to continue to look for a better option. But yeah, I mean, you can... That's how I listen to um, the Bands of Mourning, the Mistborn novel. I had it in my Dropbox and I just would remotely download to my phone, make it available offline and listen to all of it that way. And that you had a good experience yep. with it? Yep. Um, that's great. Okay. I'm super glad to hear that. Um, so hopefully it's going to work for everybody. If I get uh, feedback, positive feedback from the select few um, that have the link, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that switch and everybody who's a Patreon donor uh, will I'll, – I'll make a Patreon post. That way all of our donors will see it. Perfect. Um, if you want to, if you want to chip in, you can do it at tadpog.com uh, slash Patreon. Uh, I would like to take a moment – uh, to tadpog.com slash Patreon or Patreon. Oh, is that what I said? Patreon.com slash Tadpog. I done fucked up real bad. <laughs> yeah, if you go to tadpog.com slash Patreon, you're going to get an ugly ass uh, 401 <laughs> or 404. Um, so don't do that. Go to Patreon.com slash Tadpog. Thank you for correcting me. I didn't even realize what I was saying. Um, I would like to thank Micah Purdue. For upping his pledge. Mm-hmm. I think that might be all that Petty I have. Petty train. Thank you very much. Where you at, Douglas? Douglas uh, catches up. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Douglas catches up. 
And you know what? If penny train, I don't want to twist people's arms here. If yeah. Penny, if, if, anytime you want to get off the penny train, feel free to go. Off the it, penny it, train. it stops it off the stops. It does. Don't feel. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to bully you. I don't want to bully your penny out. Bully your pennies. <laughs> um, but if hey, if you do want to hear your name on every episode, eh, throwing a penny is a good way to do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, if you want to send us something, yep, to like packages, like the wonderful package we got today, or f- like food you want us to try, you know, all sorts of stuff that you want to send us, you can send that to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. Awesome. Uh, we have an Instagram, Tadbox underscore podcast on Instagram. Yep. I post all the gifts or things that I find funny or anything related to the podcast. Put it on Instagram. It's up there. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, our theme song is Moose by Sycamore Drive. Leave that track for that show notes typeback.com. Yep. We already got the phone number. You did that. Uh-huh. So how do you want to close this one out? Uh, I want to close it out like we just received a Vulpic. Okay. Um, wanted, unwanted, solicited? Well, a Vulpic, by definition, is an unwanted photograph of somebody's vagina. Okay. That a woman sends a man without, the man doesn't ask. But for some reason, doesn't want it. I don't know. Like that, <laughs> I haven't figured that part out. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't received a lot of Vulpix. Um, Nor have I. Uh, so I don't really know I'm how. more of a Boobix. Boobix kind of guy. I'm a kind of like no picks kind of guy. Um, you mean you've seen me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm assuming, so it's unwanted. We both received an unwanted full pick. Okay. So until next time. Uh, uh, tropical, tropical Capricorn? Capricorn? Mm, okay. That's what, Capricorn. That's, that's what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> why'd she spit her gum out and send me a picture? <laughs> oh. oh. I've never seen a frilled pink slug before. Yep. We're good. We're fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's not it's not a it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's true. It's just a podcast. 361. It's not a big deal. 3 yeah. Oh, milestone. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Not you only m- have your 361 first. <laughs> one time. Just once. <laughs>